Hey everyone, I'm your host and soul sister, Gretchen North. I'm a veteran health and wellness professional turned life coach. Sticky Situation is about getting unstuck so that we can get on living the lives we are meant to live. We'll share stories and advice, hear from experts, and even do some guest coaching to be reminded of living today with more awareness and inspiration, all in the spirit of creating a more fulfilling tomorrow. To get in touch, find me at gonorthcoaching.com. Let's get going. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again. I am really excited to have Elizabeth Craig on the show today. She is a boudoir photographer and is transitioning her career. Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Gretchen. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. You're absolutely welcome. I think it's really exciting the things that you have on the horizon for your career. And I'm wondering if you will share what that looks like right now. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been a photographer of women specializing in boudoir since 2005. And really, it's led into some beautiful work, uh, working with women on their inner journeys of self-love and confidence and um, what womanhood means to them, I realized I really wanted to go deeper. So uh, recently in the last year, I decided to go into Reiki. I've been a recipient of Reiki for about five years and my Reiki master attuned me for Reiki one and Reiki two. So that is my primary modality. I also work in with that um, transformation, life coaching and crystal healing and um, guided meditations. So I thought it would be fun if we could have a conversation about crystals today, because I don't know if it's just that I'm noticing more or if there's really an increase in popularity of crystal shops, crystal use. Are they becoming more popular? They are. So right now and in the last couple of years, we're, we're sort of seeing an up-leveling in consciousness globally. And so when that happens, people just naturally become very curious about things that they may not have been curious about before. So Reiki, um, you know, spiritualism, crystals, those kinds of things. People are turning to more holistic ways and modalities to bring healing and wellness into their lives. And so enter crystals. Yeah, that makes so much sense. You're absolutely right that there's a shift in consciousness and people are exploring all of the tools. I hadn't thought about it in that way. When did you first get into using crystals? Uh, it started with my my journey into Reiki as an individual receiving Reiki. My Reiki master introduced me to a few. And after that, it just sort of really took off for me. It was just such an interest. And so I began doing a lot of work and research and, you know, education and just to sort of become more knowledgeable and be able to not only bring it into my life, but also bring it into the lives of my clients. Did you have some sort of experience that piqued that curiosity? I just... I'm so attracted to them. I mean, if you were in my home, you would see them. They are everywhere. You know, what I love about them, I'm, I am a, a big, big believer in manifestation work. 
And, you know, on this plane of existence, everything is about intention. So whatever you enter into in this life, you enter into it with intention. So if you are putting out there negative intentions, your life is not going so well, that's what the universe is going to bring back to you. But when you put in the intentions of you know love, light and healing and goodness and those things in this life that you desire, that is what the universe delivers to you. And crystals to me, are sort of a superpower into that because you can set intentions with specific crystals that are known for their specific properties. And it's almost like it's almost like giving your intentions and your manifestations a superpower. That is what has worked for me. So every new moon, I do crystal grids and I also have the memory of a goldfish. So <laughs> I write down what my manifestations are uh, for these very specific grids. And at the end of the month, the end of the cycle on the full moon, I will go through and see what I wrote. And it's unbelievable uh, how these things have worked in my life. Crystals also help in healing because there are specific crystals that uh, vibrate at a frequency as the same frequencies as the chakras in our bodies. So they help with Reiki. Um, they can help, you know, help you work smarter, not harder. So they they are just an every single day part of my life. Having a sacred space and an altar where you keep your most important things that are helping you manifest the life that you want and honor ancestors and those things that are important to you, that is where you want those to be, where they're not going to be bothered. They're not going to be bumped. Um, they're just left to do the thing that they are supposed to do. And that is to manifest. You're absolutely right about creating sacred space and having a special place where those things can be kind of honored and seen and protected. It's just a way of honoring your own journey as well and putting your intentions into the life that you want to live. Are there other uses for crystals? Yes. So it depends on the crystal, right? Crystals are formed from um, magma. When rock is heated to a certain temperature, obviously it melts. And then whenever it uh, begins to cool, the molecules will go into a sort of frenzy because they're trying to um, balance, right? They're trying to find like where they're supposed to fit in. And when they do that, they create very specific patterns. That pattern is what determines what vibration that crystal will what frequency that crystal will vibrate, vibrate at, and then also the properties. Quartz has, you know, a, a very specific pattern and rose quartz has a different specific pattern. And everything in this life, everything has matter. Matter is made of energy and energy vibrates. And everything that vibrates, vibrates at a certain frequency. At any given moment, depending on your mood, your behavior, your thoughts, um, you can be in a high vibration, we're a low vibration state. And in the world of spirituality, we want to live in a high vibrational state. And it is believed that you can do and engage in certain things to bring you and keep you primarily in that high vibrational state. Crystals are beautiful for that because of the frequencies that they vibrate at. They're wonderful to keep around your home, set intentions with them to bring peace and love and prosperity and those things that you want in your home. 
certain ones like black tourmaline, um, selenite, uh, obsidian, they're really wonderful for bringing in or collecting in any negative energies or any energy that just doesn't serve you. And then transmuting that and pushing out like all that positive energy. So it pulls in things that are negative and then it pushes out the positive. They're beautiful. They can be used in jewelry. I know some people when they take, you know, the change out of their pockets at the end of the night, I take out piles of crystals. I'm always carrying them with me, depending on what I'm manifesting for the day, the mood that I'm in, or making a choice where I want to go from one mood to another mood. I absolutely understand, you know, low and high vibration. And when you're describing how you can use crystals to influence that, uh, if you're in a negative space and you're in a funk by working with crystals, you can shift that. Yes, it's just another tool to help you on your journey to wellness. Is it possible for them to get out of balance or needing to be cleared or charged? Yes. So there are some crystals that are self-cleaning and self-charging. Um, quartz does not ever need to be cleaned. Um, selenite doesn't ever need to be cleaned. But when you, when you pick up a crystal, you purchase a crystal, you are, you are taking home with you every single person's energy that has touched that crystal. So when you buy a crystal and you take it home, the first thing you want to do is to cleanse it. And you can do that in a variety of ways. If you are a Reiki practitioner and you're attuned for level two, or if you know a Reiki practitioner that is at least attuned for Reiki, for Reiki two, they can actually cleanse it instantly. Um, other ways to do it are you can set it out in the, the sunlight for a full day. You can set it out in the moonlight for a full night. You can bury it in the ground for a full night. You can also pretty easily and pretty quickly cleanse it with any kind of a smudge stick like Palo Santo, rosemary, lavender. Palo Santo is one of my favorite ways to remove energy along with um, using Reiki. Like I understand what they're beneficial for, but how would folks actually use the crystals? Right. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that whatever it is that you're seeking. So let's say that I'm moving into a new career and I've decided that I would like to use some crystals to help me with that shift. I would go and I would purchase crystals that are specific for that, that are known to have those properties to help transitions um, and even career. And I would cleanse those and then I would charge them with my intentions. And that's really easy too, because they're your intentions and it's coming from your energy. So it's okay for you, um, you know, to hold your crystal. Like I always say, I'm clearing this crystal of any previous intentions, expectations, or programming from anyone else. I'm also clearing any energy that does not serve me. And I charge this crystal with the intention of blank, blank, blank. So I'll give it about like three intentions. And then that's it. And it will literally keep it for you. And when you have either met your goal or you your, your plans have shifted, whatever, then you want to cleanse it again. And then when you're ready and you need it again, you can charge it with whatever intention you want. The other thing that I do is I place them around my house. So for instance, um, if I, if I have something really big coming up and I really need to make sure that I'm getting a good night's sleep, you will find specific charged crystals on my nightstand. 
if I'm having a gathering and I want to, my intention is to bring joy and peace and openness, then you will find specific crystals for that, those intentions um, charged and then placed around like the gathering area, maybe the living room or the dining room or something like that. So that I keep them close to me. If I'm going out and I'm working with someone or I have something specific that I'm doing, I will often charge smaller crystals and actually put them in my bra. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Keep them with me. <laughs> yeah, I was curious if, you know, people are naively buying them because they're pretty or because at the moment they spoke to them and then they bring them home and they place them somewhere. Are they still working because they haven't been intentional about it? A crystal has its properties regardless of what you do to it. If you just think selenite is pretty and you put that in your home and you have no idea what it's doing, it's still cleansing mm -hmm. your area. It's still pulling in that energy because that's just the property that it was created with. So, but when you put your intentions in it, now your energy is connected to it and now it's serving you. It is serving, it is serving your need. So I might buy a piece of citrine because it's really pretty. A citrine is known for happiness and joy, prosperity, and it may be bringing that in, but when I connect my energy with it and I call in those things, now we're talking, right? So now it's like, instead of maybe working on a level one or two, we're now shifting into a 10 in energy. Fantastic. Who doesn't want that? Are there guidelines for storing or keeping them when they're not in use? I like to put them in my plants um, when they're not in use. Um, a lot of people will put them like all together in like a container or something. You really don't want to do that because that is when you are energy clashing like that, you're really pulling away the energy from those crystals. So you want to make sure that you're keeping like crystals with like crystals. If you can keep um, all of them separate, that's best. If you can't necessarily keep them separate, at least keeping them within their colors. If you could prescribe everyone three crystals, <laughs> <laughs> what would they be and what would their properties be? Probably the most popular is quartz. First of all, it's a master healer. So it holds like the highest vibration for healing, which is fabulous. It's a really, really wonderful kind of all-purpose crystal to have in your arsenal. Another one would be amethyst. And amethyst is really great because it connects you to your higher self. It connects you to spirit. It connects you to the divine. But it's also a stone for creating peace and tranquility and uh, serenity. I do not coach a client and I do not record a podcast without holding this gorgeous amethyst crystal. I have it in my hand right now. I feel off if I go to do either of these jobs without, without using it. And this is from someone who doesn't even understand all of this until I ha now have this better understanding and speaking with you. I just know how it makes me feel. Yes. Right. And that is your meter. So if you are picking up a crystal and you're like, Oh, I just, uh then that crystal's not for you. If you pick up a crystal and you're like, oh, it just feels so, I mean, oh my gosh, that's a crystal for you. Yeah. Um, and here's another test that you can do real quick. When you're thinking about what crystal you would like to purchase, pick your crystal up, put it in either palm, doesn't matter, cover it with the other palm and close your eyes and notice if you 
start to lean. So if you lean forward, it's telling you that this crystal is for you. It can help you in some way. It's connecting with you. If you lean left, it means that it can help you in healing and upholding your feminine energy. If you lean right, now it's telling you that it can help you and heal, heal you within your masculine energy. If you lean back, it's telling you that this crystal is not for you. And what would your third super crystal be? <laughs> well, I would have to say that I think it's important to always have something with you that is transmuting any negative energy. I think that most people don't do a lot of energy boundary work. And so our energy is just constantly bouncing into and around and through everyone else's energy. And it can be really depleting. So if you carry a black tourmaline or um, shungite or a black obsidian, anything in that black family. It's pulling in anything that just does not serve you. And then it's transmuting that and it's turning it into something that's positive. Really, it's about like whatever is going on in your life. If you're buying a home, if you're starting a job, if you're entering into a relationship or trying to manifest one, there will be crystals that can support that. Um, no matter what the circumstances, it sounds like there's probably a crystal that can supercharge that opportunity. Absolutely. You know how everybody says like, oh, there's an app for that. There's an <laughs> app for that. Not, my language is there's a crystal for that. There's a crystal for that. Um, you know, anything from Mother Nature holds the highest vibrations that we could possibly ever seek. So I'm always trying to surround myself with anything from the earth. Mm hmm. Yeah. And they're of the earth. Is there anything that I haven't asked you with regards to crystals that's fascinating or an interesting nugget? No pun intended there. <laughs> <laughs> they're just beautiful. And, you know, in a life where, where intentions really set the tone for everything in your life, I figure if that is going to help me live a more inspired life, then I'm sticking with it. And so far, it, it really has. By the way, how do you use them with other people when you were talking about using them with um, your your clients? Is it just through intention setting? Again, you're not physically placing the crystals on them. Well, I do place the crystals on and around them. So when I'm doing Reiki, if someone chooses to add on crystal healing, then before they even show up, I charge crystals for each chakra. And then those those crystals are placed on each chakra. There's also times whenever people will tell me about uh, specific hardships or something that is um, some kind of a roadblock or something that is, you know, that they're dealing with. And so I'll create like a grid and I will like put that around there, the area where I feel it's sitting. So that's how I use them. While you were talking, I just, I don't know if I just came up with this term and I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here. Uh it's crystal consultations. Is that something that you do? It's something that I'll probably move into. Right now, what I'm doing is is just trying to get the healing properties out there because it's funny because when I was a, a, into a wedding photography, I would always watch the West Coast for their trends because they were always about four years, like the East Coast was always about four years behind in the trends. Pittsburgh was about six to eight. <laughs> and so it gives you a lot of time um, to plan and see what's coming. 
But when it comes to new things, such as even um, the boudoir photography that I do, it took, I, nobody knew what that was for probably the first five years that I did it. They had no idea. Reiki is starting to get semi-popular. Crystal healing is relatively pretty new. So people are just, they're trying to wrap their brain around things like Reiki first. So bringing in the crystal consultations, like I feel like I just want to get through the healing. <laughs> but crystal consultations, that's such a great idea because interestingly, when I meet with somebody for Reiki and they talk about, I'm like, oh, they want that crystal. Oh, they want this crystal. Oh, they should get this crystal. Oh, um, and I do sell them out of my house now because I will tell people and they'll say, well, where do I get that? And I'm just like, well, I have it. So if you want to buy it. <laughs> well, feel free to use the term. I mean, that's just what made sense to me as you're describing. I love that term for <laughs> consultation because people are very, very, very curious. And when you tell them like, oh, this one's known for this. This one's known for this. Oh, I need that. Oh, I need that. Oh my gosh. Do I need that? Yeah. I love that crystal consultation. Thank you for bringing that into my life, Gretchen. <laughs> I always like to ask my guests this question um, because this podcast is really about living with awareness and inspiration. And typically people have some sort of daily ritual routine practice that keeps them on the path. Yes. So for me, I'm usually up before the sun comes up just because that's just how my body operates. The first thing that I do is um, I journal. So I'm very, very big into journaling. And journaling for me is manifest. That's how I do most of my manifestation work is just writing my intentions down in my journal um, for what I want the day to be. What, you know, what do I want to bring in for the day? And then I usually try to move my body in some form or fashion. Sometimes it's just a walk around the block. Sometimes it's yoga. So, I mean, it could be, you know, a variety of things. And then I do meditate. I like getting myself into a space where it's just me and my breath. You know, what arises, arises. Um, and then I journal some more if I have any insights that come from the meditations. That's my routine. Got body, mind, spirit going. Right. Is there some bit of advice that if you could share it with the world, you would want to use this platform to do so? There are two, two things that I basically say, um, because I run into a lot, especially in my line of work, I run into a lot of people that they're always questioning if they're where they're supposed to be. Like they're always questioning if there's more, if there's more they're supposed to be doing, are they, are they doing okay? You need to trust that you are exactly where you are supposed to be right now doing exactly what you are supposed to be doing. The second part of that is that you have everything you need inside of you to live the life you've always wanted to live and you always have. So trust yourself. It's such sage advice and a wonderful reminder. And just hearing your enthusiasm, I really hope that this message today resonates with the audience. If someone wanted to say, get a crystal consultation or maybe a Reiki session, mm -hmm. squeeze into your photography before it's completely <laughs> in the past. Yeah. How would you recommend they contact you? They can go right through my site, which is elizabeth-craig.com or they can email me at ebethbcraig at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here today. Liz. 
So that's a wrap. If you have suggestions for future topics or would like to work through a sticky situation of your own, shoot me an old school email at gonorthcoaching at gmail or check out my other offerings at gonorthcoaching.com. If you're listening, chances are we know each other and I'm so grateful for your support. Please help me spread the word by sharing, liking, rating, subscribing. Any and all of the things are so appreciated. See you next time.